welcome back to a new episode of Dive Deep with Lavinia. It's your host, Lavinia. Welcome back. I hope you liked the last episode because we had a lot of fun times, like me and Rachel. We had a fun time recording the podcast. And, you know, after the podcast, we had quite a bunch of good news. So I think it was like a very good effect to why we wanted to start this podcast. And, you know, I'm really happy when a lot of my friends are able to. Know, achieve to their own dreams because I'm always like, you know, when I have a dream, I really want to achieve it. But I always think that during that process, that it's definitely not going to be very easy because、um, inevitably during that process, you would you would be very concerned about your position or very concerned about how、um, you are and. Who you will become, and so in today's podcast, as you see from the title, um, it is kind of like a journey of you know telling you guys a journey of how I stopped comparing myself with other people. Um, it's quite a history, and f- I think if. Anyone who's from this society would inevitably be under the pressure of、um, being compared with someone else,、um, which I think it is quite a very like quite a stressful environment and stressful experience.、Um, so, roll back to history time.、Um, As I've said in like very previous episodes before,、um, I've been this in this history of、um, being compared ever since I was in childhood. I think it's quite inevitable. I think every kid would have experienced in in Hong Kong, but for me,、um, it was from my body size to like、uh, my education because during. Like my time in studying, I was often compared with my friends or with classmates or with people who are older than me or like relatives. It's just like, you know, even if people don't consciously think that they've said anything like that, it, it, it just they they can't stop. Like I I definitely don't blame anyone because sometimes I feel like I compared myself with like. A lot of other people unconsciously, like it just slips out of your mouth. But、um, I think one thing I really thought about was like、uh, when I was a kid, it was always like, "Oh, look at your friend," blah 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 blah, or learn from your、uh, learn from your cousin, or learn from your、uh, relative, or、uh, why can't you do this? Why can't you do that? And Honestly, thinking about that now, it wasn't really a big thing. But I think as a kid who don't really wasn't really brought up in environment of encouragement, it is quite crushing. And relatively, it's rare to find people who are as open minded as I am until like right now. Because I feel like I've asked a, I think I've asked a few people before. Um, about their experience in、uh, being compared and things like that. Often, you know, they they give me a reply 
um, that uh, we you're probably the rare person who's like being able to be really relaxed about things that you know happened was like bad things that happened to you in the past because they felt like it it continued on in their lives um but honestly i think for me uh the the part of comparison didn't really go away. I, I can honestly say it. whatever that happened to you happens to me. I think everyone's the same. Um, but for me, uh, it, it continued on, but it continued to a self-comparison. Not that your parents start to like or relatives start to like compare uh, you with anyone because um, gradually when I went to college, um, it was quite different because um, I was really happy because I could leave Hong Kong and go abroad for college. But I think it's just a really big privilege in comparison to a lot of people that I know. And I think because of that privilege I was able to get away from somewhere I was really um couldn't be depressed but really scared of and I feel like there's there's some kind of wall between us um here like here in Hong Kong and me um but when I was in college actually my parents start to not compare me with anyone because first of all they don't really know the people that I study with in college and I think when you're in college it's so more much like much more diverse and everyone's like every subject is so different it's not like when you're in like high school or primary school like everyone studies the same stuff so I think because of this diversity that I was in um and because I'm abroad my parents didn't really care and they actually try and encourage me as well because they keep on like you know you can do this you don't really need to compare with anyone you're unique in your own way they actually said that I'm not kidding okay some people actually was like really your mom said that and I was like yep not kidding she used to compare me all the time but like she actually encouraged me so much during college but the thing was like I keep on telling them the worry like the worry that I had was when I went to college all the comparison that I had during like my childhood became self-comparison within myself like it was unconsciously in me already like anything that I process I couldn't stop comparing myself with others because I I am a very competitive person but I'm not able to compete compete at all <laughs> I don't even know if this is logical or something but because I just I have this like I feel like I have this brain wired that I really want to be first um, or not really like first but like really good at something but I couldn't uh, it's all because like childhood stuff childhood uh, quotation trauma but not really like trauma but um, but during college it was so much better because I was in an environment that people were so much more understanding to who you are and I think because it was a very diverse place you're not confined into a one system like you're not confined to be Asian you're not confined to be um 
this Hong Kong education system. It was so different. Um, and I also met a lot of people who actually appreciated me in other perspectives like they don't see me as okay this is a very smart kid who does uh good maths like that you know we used to come we used to define everyone like that um but when i was in college they actually defined me as like couldn't define but they see me differently they would say oh lavina is like a very uh, outgoing person she's very uh, upfront wants to talk to a lot of people and um, it's a very expressive person like something like this kind of description is so much better than you know describing someone as like oh she got a hundred marks in her maths like that like dude everyone could get 100 marks in maths okay I am um, I didn't get 100 marks in maths but who, who cares it's just like a it's like a quotation of like telling people who you are but then during college, I think because of the support of so many people and even for my body size, like it was so different. They actually accepted me as being plus size. And I know that plus size, like things like these are actually quite popular in Western culture, but it wasn't really popular in like my culture. And I haven't really known about this like plus size thing even like until I was in u university you know like it wasn't even popular it wasn't like a thing that was projected everyone in um, my culture would be like you know you shouldn't be like big and puffy you know it's not good for health of course isn't like I know about the health thing if you're like genetically having some health problem you wouldn't really want to be you know in this norm but when I went abroad and I knew that you know what who I am is not a fault of mine it was such um such a difference in impact like it was an impact in my life and how I knew more about myself and it was quite a self-discovery even though self-comparison still sustained throughout my whole college years like three years in college I couldn't stop comparing myself with many people and I think the best description of me comparing with someone else is probably my little like business and blogs so if anyone knew and if you've seen my instagram like my personal instagram account you would have seen my bio having like so many accounts i have like account for blogging i have an account for podcasts i have an account for my earring business and also have like um fashion illustration so i i'm a person who has multiple hobbies like I have so many hobbies I never focus on like one single thing <laughs> but then um the impact came to me bigger uh when I had my airing business and my blog so um both of them actually started last summer so it was only like a around a year but I think that one year really impacted me a lot in um comparison was like because when I started my blog and when I started my earring business I'll talk about my blog first because um I really like spreading positivity and I really like fashion so I started this blog where I can 
call up my friends for shoots and I'll help them like makeup and um fitting into like different clothes and like take a lot of good pictures we go scouting for um coffee shops that are really nice and then we just take pictures and it was such a fun experience and I really enjoyed it but even though I was very passionate about it Instagram was such an inevitable place to create comparison um create uh they say it's it's different so if you see that place as a toxic place it would really be a toxic place but of course some people find happiness in instagram um and so i was at that period of time i think when i start, first started my blog i was so intense in wanting a lot of following um because back then uh that uh, my blogging account was the only account that was public because my own personal account wasn't like public account so um it was the only place that i was public and i just kept on posting a lot of pictures i felt really good about it but then of course there would be people coming in it's like oh this like this Mm, template is not too good it's too compact um do you want to like check out other accounts and just like learn from them and of course i would be like oh yeah sure why not learn from them it was actually the same thing about my area business as well i think right now i can come like combine them together because like when i started my earring business i was also very very intense about like getting a big following so in instagram if you have a big following it actually it was actually later that i realized like it, even if you have a big following it's not really a big deal because like if there's someone like for example me i follow like 2000 accounts i barely see like three accounts a day so actually all those the other like 2000 ish accounts i don't really know what they're posting every day because um i only follow them because i, f I like their content but I haven't really liked their pictures or anything so it was just really afterwards that i realized that but going back then uh back then when i had this um these accounts i was very indulged in getting a lot of attention and the thing about instagram is so interesting like the algorithm i can never get it so i i gave up understanding about the algorithm but um, the numbers kept on going like up and down, up and down. And um, you would have like one week getting like 40 followers. But then the next week you only get like one or even minus three followers. And you'll be, you know, if you're so intense in those numbers, you will never be happy. I can honestly say that because I've gone through that and I knew how uncomfortable I felt. Um and right now, like, my followings for both of the accounts never really um, increased much. They even decrease or, um, you know, it doesn't break through any time, like, bigger or bigger or any anything. And um, so I w that, that kind of stuck onto me and I was like, how come I never never really got um attention for the hard work that i've worked on like you know if if you checked out my earring business um it's called midsummer solstice 
and um I've worked really hard in creating every piece because it's like polymer clay. So, you know, it, it takes so much time to condition the clay and make a good template. And of course, I'm not the professional ones. So I still need a lot of improvement and a lot of work. But I was really happy about what I made. Um, but because of the following, it just kind of crushed me and made me so unmotivated to work on because I was like, I don't have sales, I don't have attention, I don't have appreciation, I don't really feel like what I'm doing is worth doing it. But what changed me? I'm gonna, like, right now we're stepping into the changing part because I think podcasting was such a game changer for me and such a process for me to learn and self-discover because um I first started actually you know like I started podcast just like just during the quarantine period of like when I was coming back from UK and I was so indulged in hearing um, podcast from a lot of different amazing podcaster and one of my favorite ones are the Korean um, a bunch of Korean artists um, they do a podcast from dive studios and I think my favorite one was Tableau's podcast because I always feel like first of all his topics are really really funny and it was like quick into topic and it was really funny and it was so relatable and I was like, this is so cool. Like, l- usually, you know, when you're watching YouTube and you'll be like spending days and hours just like in- involved in every single video in YouTube and you couldn't get work done. But you always want to like listen to someone talk because like music is like different type of thing, right? And then I realized when I discovered like podcasting, like podcast, and I listen to a lot of podcasts, I feel like it's like watching YouTube, like watching someone talk, but like, you know, you're not visibly watching something. And then I could do work and do a lot of other stuff. And now pretty, pretty concentrated. And so I was really happy about the, all the podcasts and it just struck me. I was like, dude, I should start podcasting because I have been such a person. I have so much to talk about and I have so much experience. I don't know. I'm only 20 years old, but I feel like I have so much life experience. Weird. And I always felt like the conversation that me and my friends have, have like very good content. I always feel like they, they say something that is really wise. And I think it was really nice to share it to a lot of people. But of course, um, the journey of podcasting, um, at first I didn't really think much. I was like, okay, I'm just going to do a podcast. Um, and then I started an Instagram account for podcasting. It was just more like uh, just reposting what I type in in like the Spotify description um, and then reposting them into my Instagram account. But um, a few days ago, I was just talking to a friend about Uh, podcasting because we both really like podcast and um we because like my instagram account actually only has like i think 55 followers but i wasn't it was very surprising because in the past if i have any instagram account that has like such a small following i would be like dude why do i have like such a small following i would be really frustrated and stuff 
but it was very surprising for when I had podcast. It was like I definitely did not feel like oh I have to get a big following because for me it felt like oh I just wanted people to listen to what I say and um. And then when I was、um, doing this podcast, and I think at first when I first started, like my first two podcasts, I was very involved in. Okay, this audio is so bad.、Um, this this the, there's like background noise and crackling sound and blah blah blah. And then I was like, oh, this is such a bad audio. How come I can't do something good as like Tabo's podcast or anything? And um. You know, it was such a a process of like, oh, dude, why do I have to do this, do that? And but I, th- I mean, I was I took the I took the initiative to like get a good like gear. Like I have this really nice mic. I have this like transfuser, and um, because of all that, and I actually learned a lot on off of YouTube. And gradually now, like currently, I didn't really care. I was more like, okay, I have to put out good content, and just have fun, have fun expressing my ideas, have fun expressing my thoughts.、Um, and naturally, there's gonna be someone who's willing to listen to what I say, even not even now. Even like ten years forward into future, if I actually get someone to, you know, in in ten years time, there's someone coming back to this podcast and listening to this podcast and really still got, you know, still got the knowledge or still got empowered by this podcast, it would be goal. Okay, this is like amazing thing. So I was like. You know, podcasting throughout this process, I felt like it was me talking to myself, giving myself improvements and giving myself some, you know, ideas about life. It's like, okay, chill, Lavinia. You know,、um, it's not about right now; it's about future. As long as you're really doing something that you really like, you're already like a step ahead because you're no longer trapped in somewhere where you're confined and being taught to be、um, this and taught to be that, and、um, and so、uh, I was like, part of me actually originally had this thought. I was like, what is even wrong with me? You know, at the start when you have Um, in my podcast, I can actually see stats. Like, I can actually see statistics of uh who, uh, not really who listened, but like how many people who listened to my podcast. And originally, there there was like a big amount of people, but then gradually it declined. Um, and often I would be like, part of me was thinking like, oh, there's something wrong with me. Like, haven't been talking too much that really annoys people, or like people felt like these content is not worth listening. And I think it was it was that that kind of in the middle of my podcasting. Like, even right now, you can only see that、like, there's only like ten episodes. But like during that ten episodes, a lot of stuff happened. It was I think it was the span of like a month already, and I think during even during that. Period of time, I was very crushed. I I was quite crushing myself. I was like, why, 
why didn't I make better content or why is my podcast so long or like um, why doesn't like more people listen to this because I felt like okay this is very relatable and it it is something that I really want to express to people but I think gradually on like even right till now I I felt like every week when I record some podcasts it felt like myself um healing time it was a time that I could heal by myself and I could think clearly because I write down all the all the opinions that I have and it felt like a time that I I could reflect on myself and um, I could understand more about myself and I think during that time it was the time that I stopped comparing myself with other people because I think what is more important is that you enjoy what you're doing because I think even for my earring business I became much more chilled I wasn't being like very intense in like okay I need to get a hundred following per day I need to um, sell a hundred pairs of earrings per day I felt like my my earring designs couldn't be manufactured way you know it's not a manufactured stuff it it has to be slowly made it has to be it has to go through a lot of thought process in creating something that I feel happy about and I think because of that I was no longer feeling intense in creating stuff um every single day I was like um this is just a side business um I really love it I still love it till now, but I wasn't so intense about getting a lot of support. Or I know that actually a lot of people support me, but um, I would no longer be very intense about, oh, how come they're not supporting me every day? You know, everyone's busy with their own kind of stuff. So I would no longer be worrying about that. And when I was not worrying about that, I was no longer comparing myself with other people. But of course, but of course, people would always say, oh, um, I really like what you're doing, but I think, you know, you should learn from other people as well. Um, this is actually a good, like a right thing. Like you can definitely learn from someone, but you have to be selectively in learning things because um, don't, uh, I could say from the start, you can actually learn a lot of stuff off of YouTube. Um, there's a lot of good content, but there's also like, you got to be really selective in the content you watch or the content you absorb or think is useful. Because when I first started podcasting, I had so many, I, I watched so many YouTube videos. I think I spent like a whole night just involved in watching YouTube videos and how to like edit the videos or edit did the audio or like how to do the intro outro and of course you listen to a lot of other podcasting um episodes and you feel like wow other people are doing such a good job and I was like how come mine sounds like sounds so trash and like that but then gradually during that I think during your learning period of time when you're watching a lot of YouTube videos the reason why I say have to be very selective in what you hear is because um I've heard a lot of like 
intro that has like your 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 voice and you say for example dun, 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 like the music and then it's like welcome to Lavinia's podcast like for example like that and then dun, 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 and then with the music so it's like my my singing is like in between of the music but then originally I tried doing that but I felt like oh gosh this is so much work and it's like I do not have the energy to do that so eventually I just changed my outro as um just a pure excerpt of music and I really like it like I really like the outro that I did and I even did I don't know I, I really like the intro that I did but I also really like the outro that I did I'm you know had a transition and I felt and then gradually now that I have like 10 episodes with like the same stuff I feel I felt so good about it because I was like wow this is not bad I actually made a proper episode you know the proper f- formula of like the outro is like quite selective so like intro podcast that's your basic formula and it wasn't really hard and then gradually now I was like mm. I did a pretty good job too, so <laughs> I felt really good about it. And um, for the airing business, of course, um, on Instagram, there's billions of accounts that has the same stuff. Literally, literally. Um, my my earring account. I think I have like over a hundred earring accounts that has literally similar content. That are making the similar kind of stuff. And of course, people will be like, you know, you need to be. Uh, unique you need to pop out in the in the community you need to use a lot of hashtag this hashtag that and you need to um, take really good pictures that's so aesthetically beautiful it's wonderful it's like um, so attracting to people's eyes and I'd be like have you seen my house like have you seen my house it is filled with so many trash and rubbish and paper that i have nowhere to take a good and decent photo and especially like i think a lot of the photos that i've seen that's really nice on instagram it took so much time like you always have to chase the sunlight and currently with the virus and all kinds of stuff like how can i run out every day just to take photos i'm just increasing the risk of me getting sick right and so i was like i can't i have to stop looking at those accounts because when people have such a f- big following, like 20k already, they already start up a base of good following and a lot of people who are really loyal to the account. And you can't really be like, oh, I want that in like two days. If you're stressing yourself like that, it would, you know, you would never create something that's nice. So I kind of realized why some big accounts try to not follow anyone because I felt like when you're not following anyone, you will no longer feel like you're trapped in this Instagram toxic surrounding where you have to be advanced in a certain level to gain a lot of attention. And so uh, recently, actually, I even made my own personal account public. But the reason why I made it public was not because um, I want more attention. Honestly, I didn't want I didn't want it to be like, oh, I'm just a step away towards fame. It was more of me because of my process in podcasting. I feel like I've became more and more transparent in my own um, personality. And I think 
during that process, I realized that there's no longer anything that I should be afraid of expressing. Of course, people would be like, "Wow, you're so transparent! Like you tell everything." And I find I find myself really hard, you know, telling everything to a lot of people. But I think this is also a process of like self comparison because.、Um, You compare people, like compare yourself with other people, because you'll be like, "Why does this person can be so transparent, but you can?" But honestly, every person has their own story, and even if I have to be very honest, like even if I'm so transparent, I still have little secrets that I rather tell myself than. I would tell to the public because you have your private self, you have your secret self. There's, there's so much level in just yourself, and you can't expect anyone to be so open and so transparent to you. But I think for me, I took a step forward to tell a lot of my own personal experience that I felt maybe sometimes I feel crushed about those personal experience, or I felt very negative about those experience, and maybe of that it it kind of created me into a different person. So I was no longer afraid to kind of show my personal account out into the public. But definitely, if you've seen my pro. Personal account. I have not put any like big hashtags or like bunch of hashtags down because I was like, nah, who cares? I'll get some natural following. Okay, I don't really want like following for follow. Like I really don't like that. But personal is、um, personal opinion. So overall, I think my whole experience of comparison and things it, it is quite inevitable. One thing saying, comparison is inevitable. You cannot avoid comparison. It just happens around you. It just happens to all the people around you. They can't stop it. Literally, they can't stop it. But it's just how you brainwire yourself towards comparison. Because for me, even till now, I still compare myself with someone. Like it was not like every day, but like occasionally when I see someone's account and they have like I don't know, like a thousand followers or like even more, and I know this person personally, and I would be like, How come I don't have a big following? How come I don't have good content? How come I don't have the effort to make a better like page or anything? But like right now, I'm like.、Ugh. I'm just lazy, okay. <laughs> I just tell myself like I'm just lazy. I don't want to like edit anything, so I'll just put out the purest side of myself. I I just put out like the real side of me. So I'll just do my work and do what I'm happy about because as long as you're doing something and you're chasing your dream and you're doing something that you really like, like I really like doing earrings, I really like writing my blogs, I really like podcasting. But either three of that those accounts plus together, I think it's barely like under like a thousand people. So even those three accounts add together, it's like below a thousand people, and I think all those three accounts have like a bunch of my friends, who's like, who follows all three of the accounts. So I think like I think it was like half of the the, the a thousand people, but I was I was still really happy because that. Because those three felt like my babies, like it was something that I created and I something that I really really like, and I'm really happy that I was doing it because as long as you're doing something that you like and 
you felt in, inspired and encouraged to do it, then you are so much more advanced already. You know, you don't have to be、um, academically good, or you don't have to be oh reaching the level of someone who has twenty k following, because they have worked so such a long period. How you won't ever know like how much work they've put through to get to that level of following or get to that level of attention, and I think. Also, one tip that I've learned from a lot of like clay area business that、um, I supported, and also they have been very encouraging to me, was like it was more important that you show your inspiration and show your process of thinking rather than being so intense in getting a lot of big following. Like someone would said. Um, actually, a lot of the followings on my account was mostly my friends, and a lot of people who bought my stuff are also my friends because they knew me the best and they felt more supportive in 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 what I create. And I think that was really something that was very inspiring to me. I realized that、um, the more you're intense in getting getting the attention, you would not get the stuff that you. You really want the most important thing is what you input and what you want to share to people. That was more important than getting you know number of attention. So that was that. This is a episode that I felt I think it was just a recent topic that I've chat with one of my friends, and it, I think hopefully after this podcast you would kind of like. See your own personality and see your own uniqueness because I was always about like you know just notice your own uniqueness that is so important to see your uniqueness and as always thank you for listening if you hear a lot of background noise I'm so sorry about it because there's currently renovation in my block and it's so loud and I don't know if it's all recorded inside and my mom has been talking on the phone as well and I don't know if it's all recorded inside but if you hear all those I'm so sorry about that I'll try my best to like remove them but if you still hear them um please focus on my voice and I try to like stick really close to the mic already oh dear <laughs> But as always, thank you for listening.、Um, follow me on my Instagram account at dive deep w lavinia. If you have anything to tell me, DM me there、um, or send me a voice message.、Um, I would really want to hear what you think about、um, life, or if you have any life questions you want me to make an episode about. Literally, I can make an episode for you、um, dealing with any problems or. Um, if you you want to hear my opinion about, just send me a DM, just send me a voice message, and hope to see you guys in the next episode again. Bye bye.